Bad Thought Therapy. I am Cherie Hardy. So grateful for you. I hope you and your family are well. It is cold where I am, but I see the sunshine coming through. And remember, when you don't see the sunshine, you create the sunshine in your heart and your mind. That's how much power you have. You choose the thoughts that are going to be amplified that are going to play out in your mind. Your mind is just like a television. You determine what channel is going to play and which channel is not. You can press the stop button, the fast forward button, the rewind button. That's how much control and power that you have. So I want to encourage you. There is a way to heal your bad thoughts transform your bad thoughts. Don't let anybody fool you. I'm a witness. I know people who are starting to do this and try this, excuse me, and they are successful. And I just want to share that with you. So today I'm going to switch gears a little bit and I want to talk about how to avoid being scammed. There are scammers out there, trolls, There are people that I don't understand it, but they wake up in the morning and it's all about deception and fraud and taking from people. And there are some simple ways you can avoid being a victim of fraud. And it's about how you think and you just have to change your thoughts. And what led me to do this, I was, I don't watch the news every day like I used to. Um, but every now and then I'll just go online and I may just scroll through the news. It's so hard because every single news, um, online news platform has all these different ads. And some of these ads are kind of disturbing too. I know it's clickbait, but you know, just like how in the world, but that's how they make their money. But I, don't let me get some money because I'm going to do a news, you know, where you don't have any of these crazy ads popping up. But anyway, I was watching, I was going over the news and I noticed that many people were victims of different kinds of fraud. And there's this common theme and it goes back to old school of things, just one or two things you're not supposed to do. And when you don't do these things, you can eliminate almost completely being a victim of fraud or you will minimize your chances of being a victim. So I just want to talk about this. I'm all about trying to help people. And I can tell you every single day I get spam. And some of these, some of the spam that comes through is almost ridiculous. These letters about, you know, I'm, I'm so-and-so and I want to share this money with you. And you, you know, you're on the list to inherit. I mean, just it's just absolutely insane. But somebody's falling for it. And that is why people are still sending this stuff out. Somebody's getting, you know, every day you get people losing thousands of dollars from scammers on these um, dating websites. So I just want to just talk about how to avoid fraud in general. And I meant to take some notes on this or had my notes somewhere and can't find them again. But the first thing is this. It goes back to something I learned as a child. I remember learning this um, in elementary school and the first thing I learned was do not talk to strangers um, do not I'm going to say that again um, do not talk to strangers 
do not talk to strangers. Do not talk to strangers. You can avoid being a victim of fraud by simply not talking to people you don't know. Um, When they send you an email, don't engage them. Block them, delete them, report phishing. When they try to message you through social media platforms, delete them, block them, unfriend them, unfollow, whatever the situation is. If you don't talk to people you don't know, you could just about eliminate being a victim of fraud. People call you on the phone, don't answer your phone, and not only not to answer your phone, but if you do answer and they come on, all you have to do is, you know, block them. Now you have where you can block numbers and block people, but just don't talk to people you don't know. I recently, I would say maybe like a month and a half ago, I got a fraud call where someone called and they were saying they were from the the power company and we had just opened our business. And, you know, and I have this thing where the number, when I looked at the number, it didn't say Georgia Power, but you have to be careful about that because now the people who practice this fraud, they can actually change their number to make it appear like it's a legitimate call coming from a bank or coming from some kind of company organization that is legitimate. But what you never ever do, you never talk to a stranger. When they called, I hung up, I got the person's information. And then what I did was I called Georgia Powell. And so that's what you always do. And I got an idea now who that could have been. Because usually, even though people are pretending to be, um, you know, somebody that you don't know, usually it's somebody that you do know. That's how they got your number. That's why they're trying to, that's why they're after you. Because they might think you have some money, even if you don't. They might think you're successful, even if you're not. You know, you, you might be successful, but you may not be financially successful. So usually it is connected with someone you know, but they're going to pretend and present that they are a stranger. Just don't talk to them. When I got off the phone with these people, I didn't give them any information or engage them. I don't engage calls that tell me something that deal with money. So I don't engage anybody. They call me and they're talking about some money. I get their information because if it is legitimate, I don't want to be rude. And then I call back, not from the number they gave, but I call the number that I know is listed and is valid. Never, ever, ever. This is the first, let's go back. So the first way, just don't talk to strangers. Don't talk, don't communicate at all with people you don't know. Strange emails. You know, I marvel at, I get a lot of emails about things like my website or about payroll and I'm thinking to myself, why would I? And I'm looking at the email because sometimes the emails, most of the time, they're from a Gmail or they're from an Outlook. I'm thinking, okay, you don't even have a website. You don't have a legitimate company. But I guess people, I don't know. I, I can't even explain why anybody would engage that. So that's a that's a red flag because if it's not coming from a website, and then some of the websites, they're not even um, from America. They're from overseas. So you just don't talk to strangers, but never ever have conversations with people about money that you don't know. 
there's nobody out there just giving you millions of dollars or thousands of nobody. There's no such thing, period. So anytime you're in a conversation with money, you should always call the organization or the bank based on the number that you found that is valid, not the number that they gave you, because they can set this stuff up now and it can seem so legitimate. And if and I believe my email may be hacked or something because they, they kind of know if something's going on. It's like if they if they think you want a website, then they're gonna send you something about a website. If they think you're looking for someone with payroll, you know, they might be emailing you. But simply number one, do not talk to people you don't know. Don't communicate with people you're not you don't know personally, you haven't engaged in them with them. If someone calls you and it deals with M-O-N-E-Y, money, anything that deals with money, do not deal with them through email, over the phone, period. You could avoid scammers all together. You should not be giving money to anybody. No one has any money to give to you. And that is a, I guess that's bait for some people who might believe that and see again this is about thoughts if you have the wrong thinking or distorted thinking or bad thinking you you could be a victim of, of a scammer and you'll have to nobody is out here giving you millions but I get these letters and it, they're really comical they're really comical dear sir dear madam you were left you know millions of dollars or I'm a poor widow and I don't have the money to give that does not exist but some kind of way people believe that. And I don't know how, but they're not, nobody's giving out money, period. You can avoid that. You should have conversations with money or about money with people you don't know. The bank is the only, you know, you've got major banks are the only people where you might be able to get money through a loan. They're not giving it to you or you put money, you deposited your own money in the bank and you can take it out and you need to call the bank. Not with their number, but with the number that you know is valid. Or you can go to the bank itself. But you can avoid any kind of scammer if you do not handle money with people you don't know. There are so many stories where women, they get involved with somebody online through a dating app or some kind of social media platform and the telltale sign that you're in trouble or you're about to be a victim of fraud or a scammer is when they start asking for money. They're asking you for money. A big, gigantic, gargantuan red flag just start waving across your mind. You are not to be in a relationship where you are like an ATM, where you are just giving out money to somebody. That is not why you're in a relationship. You are in a relationship for companionship, for love, and it does not involve money because that person needs to have his or her money independently and you have yours. And when you come together, you continue to pay your bills and that person can pay, continue to pay his or her bills. But you do not need to give anybody any money. You cannot buy love. You should not buy. try to buy it. You should not try to buy companionship. You can avoid scamming. And let me tell you, anytime somebody mentions something about money, Bitcoin, I, I saw something where someone was scammed 
with Bitcoin. That happens a lot. Then I saw another one where a woman, and I want to lead this my next thing I want to lead up to, she was scammed by someone who actually rented out a house that wasn't his house. And she's communicating with this person just through text messages. And she gave him her hard-earned money. She didn't have a lot of money. She thought she was getting a good deal. And I won't talk about that. First thing is, when people say they do not handle emails or they don't have face-to-face and you don't know them, again, stranger danger, you already, that should be a red flag. I had something like that happen to me on social media where someone started emailing me, contacting me, you know, messaging me through one of my social media business accounts. So naturally, I'm going to check out the page where this person, you know, has set up and it looked like they had a lot of followers and it looked legit. But when the person said, the lady said she doesn't do emails, I immediately just stopped responding because this is 2022. And everybody uses every major business and legitimate business handles email. So I don't do anything through text messages and social media. If a person does not do email or they don't do a phone call and all they do is social media, then that's a red flag. A legitimate business is going to have a phone number that you can call. A legitimate business will have email. You can have a contact through email, customer service through email. Somebody can talk to you through email and they're going to have a website. If they don't have all that, just don't deal with them. And you don't have to be rude and you don't have to be nasty. I'm, I'm one of those people, no matter how wrong people are, you still do be blameless, do what is right. But do not engage them. So this person who was scammed out of thousands, she had children, she had a parent that she was caring for, and now she has to move out of this house that she had been living in. And she thought it, but it really didn't belong to the person who took all her money. There are some sick jokers out there and they could care less about your pain and suffering. They could care less about your loss, but you cannot do business with people who don't, that you don't know. Here's another situation and this person is going to suffer dearly. Young man shared with me that one day some guys approached him about buying a car. Now the car, this was a car that was for $200 no paperwork whatsoever, no bill of sale, no title. And he says that he joked with the guys about, oh, this is not a stolen car, is it? This is his side of the story. I don't, you know, I wasn't there. Don't know all the details and I'm not inside this person's mind. Come to find out, make a long story short, the car was stolen. The police ended up arresting him and he went to jail. And now he can possibly go to prison because the owner of the car has identified him as the one who stole the car. What he's saying, there are cameras that can show him just picking up this car. Here's your red flag. First of all, anytime someone sells you something, there has to be some kind of bill of sale, a receipt. When it comes to a car or house, you gotta have some paperwork. You gotta have some title. You have to have a deed. You have to, there are checks and balances. But do not take any merchandise or anything from a person without some paperwork. They don't have a website. They don't have a contact. You can't go and verify their information. It is fraud. It's a scammer. And you can avoid it. Again, 
stranger danger. You don't know them. So the only, if, if, let's say somebody did come to you, then you could go and you could look up their website or you could call some numbers or you could do some research yourself through a very basic Google search and verify that they are who they are. But generally, you don't have, no one is calling you about anything. It's like people come to my house. I could not believe this, but people, this happens to me. People will literally come to my house and ring my doorbell. And I remember the last time this happened, the guy left something about the roof. And I thought to myself, why would you come to my house to get for about the roof? If I want my roof, when I get ready to get my roof fixed, I'm going to call somebody. If you're that broke that you're knocking on my door, that's a red flag. Because any real successful and legitimate roofing company doesn't need to go door to door for business. They got so much business that you they can't even they have to schedule you two weeks out. Don't ever, ever, and of course I would not open my door. That's another thing. Please, ladies and gentlemen. I'm amazed. People still open their door. Clearly, somebody opened their door because if this person is knocking on my door. That means, I'm sure I'm not the first person, I'm the only person. That means that he's done this before. This is what they call a, what is it, operandus? I mean, a modus operandi. This is his MO. And somebody has been opened up. Anybody coming to your house is a scammer, period. No one needs to come to your house about business. If they're a legitimate business, you can find them online with a Google search, I don't know if we still have phone books, but you can find them. I think the yellow pages are still online now. You can find them that way. You do not need anybody to come to your house. Do not open your door for strangers. Do not talk to strangers. And every now and then, this still happens. We had, like I said, maybe about two months ago, somebody came and we have a camera. We, I could see him. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, he's really knocking on my door as if I'm going to open it. Even if I thought I knew the person, there was a guy that mowed my lawn for years. And what I would, and I communicate with him through the phone. And, you know, I would tell our, you know, say, hey, I need my lawn mowed. Or I would text him or email him. I forgot how we did this. And then I would just simply put the check underneath my doormat for written out to him for the lawn. Well, one day he knocked on my door and I could just see his shadow from the side windows of, of, you know, on the front of the house. And he knocked on the door. I said, hello. And, you know, and I didn't even look out. I just said, hello. And, you know, answered the door. And he said, oh, I'm your lawn guy. And I said, okay, do you need anything? And he thought I was going to open the door. And the answer is never. I will not open my door for strangers. Do not open your door for strangers. There's no need for him to be inside my house. He's mowing my lawn. The best way if you need something, your roof or your sink or, you know, your carpet, the best thing to do again is go online, look at some websites, look at some reviews, but it's by word of mouth. When you ask somebody that you know and you trust, you say, hey, do you know anybody who does roofs? Or do you know anybody who can fix my sink or whatever that person is probably going to be the best person that you can trust because somebody you know has already done business with them and that's exactly what happened to me i'm getting my taxes done and the lady that does my taxes i don't know what it is but every time i go to her i go to her once a year i just feel so good because she's an older woman and you know she has so much wisdom and she knows people and i remember telling her something about 
my house, something needed to be repaired. And she said, oh, I know somebody who really does a good job. He's not going to charge too much. He's trustworthy, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I call this person and he has been fixed many things in my home. Turned out to be a great human being. I ended up meeting his wife, his granddaughter, you know. And so I've been working with him for a good, maybe four years, maybe longer. I don't know, maybe less. I can't keep up. But my point is that it was through word of mouth. She, I trusted her. She's a trustworthy person. And I know that I could count on her to give me the name of someone who would be trustworthy. That's how you get things that you need. You don't, so just remember that. Do not, somebody comes to your house trying to sell you something. Or, that's how a lot of elderly people get ripped off too. It is so painful because um, they, and it hurts me because, you know, they, they may have the mentality that, oh, you know, you could open the door and people are good. No, they're not. People are out here trying to scam. The other one is tricky. This last thing I want to share with you is beware of your banks because sometimes the only person who will know you have money is the bank. I'm going to be honest, I'm suspicious. And some of these banks have been on the news for fraud, for practices that were wrong, just flat out evil, just theft. And you have to be mindful because those are the people you know, we don't walk around with cash and store cash in our homes for a reason. We put it in the bank because it's safer there. It's a, it's um, insured. Um, the government has FDIC, so we do have our deposits insured up to a certain amount. And you can't just go in the bank and steal it. If they do, you get, you know, you still get your money. So most people don't have cash in their home. So the only place you would have your money is in the bank. And who knows that? People at the bank. Be mindful of that. And be very careful. Like I said, these banks have been on the news and you just need to be very, very careful. Uh, Again, let's just recap. Do not talk to strangers. Social media, email, phone. The other thing is, and this is where we talk about strangers, but you have to be careful about the familiar. These scammers have gotten so good now that they will, if they hack into your phone or if they work for a company, that's why I'm saying you marry the bank, they will send you a fraudulent link that looks like it is legitimate from that company. For example, I have gotten weird text messages from Amazon, but it wasn't really Amazon, I'm sure. So whoever works for Amazon, somebody isn't right because they know I use Amazon or PayPal. Or it can be the bank. And I remember one time my credit union, they were reminding people like, look, they can make it look like it's from us and it's not. I don't click on any link. You can avoid scams by not clicking on links. Unknown people, as a business owner, I have a lot of people reach out to me about business and authors. And when they send me links, I don't click on the link. I might see the website and go there myself, but I don't click on links. I try not to download download things. Every now and then I will, but because I feel like it's okay and it looks legit, but this is how your computer can be hacked, can have a, um, what do you call a virus, malware, whatever on it, because it'll have something in the link or the download. And you should just, if you feel like, okay, I want to do more, get more information about this person or this company, I would go to their website. Their website doesn't pop out right, 
then, you know, don't click on the link. Just don't click on it. Every now and then, because I do believe my computer has something on it, if I go to a website, it'll say, um, this website isn't safe. You want to go anyway. And it's, and it's legitimate. It's actually the website. And it's something where they will have you click on it because you say, God, I know that website is legitimate, but it's really some kind of duplicate. Do not, if it tells you that it, it's, it's, um, it's not safe, don't click on it. Don't click on it. Go back to the website. You're typing the website yourself. But in other words, don't click on the link. Don't click on an image. That is how you can avoid scammers. The other thing is, be mindful of your searches because, you know, they use this cookies or whatever they call it. And when you're, if you go to one website about something and the cookies can see what you have been searching, then you may get more pop-ups from that website or about that website. And here's an example. I clicked on a website um, that these shoes and they were, you know, supposed to be more comfortable than regular shoes. And I was like, Ooh, who needs, I need a pair of those. But I noticed that once I clicked on their website and looked at the shoes, I started getting all these pop-ups about the shoes. And that's how computers are now that, that once you look on something and you click on an ad, the cookies are, I can't explain it. I'm not a tech person, whatever, by clicking on that. So if you're on a certain site, Trust and believe more pop-ups are going to pop up. So be mindful of that. So let's just recap. Number one, do not talk to strangers. People, especially on social media, they are not who they are. You don't know that person for real. That is a profile that somebody has created. It may be real. It may be not, may not be real. You don't have time for that. You don't have time for your emotional loss. You might not lose money, but just dealing with somebody emotionally, there are real catfishers out there. There are people that, and I hate to say it, they do evil things. They just want to try to hurt people and manipulate people. And you don't have to be a victim because you don't answer them. Somebody on social media, you know, I like, for example, with Facebook, I will accept um, a friend request. If I don't know the person, I'll just kind of look at their page and say, okay, I'll take a chance. But if they inbox me or message me and it's like, you know, they're trying to sell something, I may ignore it. The first time I may ignore it, depending on the person, the person's profile. But if they do that again, I unfriend and I block. I just unfriend, unfollow. I don't deal with them. I don't talk to strangers. So you would never see me on the 6 o'clock news because I was scammed by some man or somebody telling something. No, because I'm not dealing with them. People send me stuff all the time. So don't talk to strangers. Phone calls, emails, social media, period. Be mindful of that when people call you. These scammers can make it look like it's legitimate. So they can use, they can change the name on call ID. They can send you a link and you may have PayPal or you may have that company. And so they can send that to you and never, ever click on this link and always carefully look at the um, web address and just don't click on it. Delete that, block that, but then go back and check with the company. And that's happened to me a couple of times where I'll go back and say, hey, I got this call just like Georgia Power, just like PayPal. And then they'll say, no, that was a fraud, <laughs> you know, because I'm not going to click on it. Don't get, you will not get caught. Third of all, be very, very mindful of 
letting people know you have something. You, if you, if people think you have money, there's always going to be somebody out there trying to scam you. Even, you know, you can be successful and not have a lot of money. I'm going to say that again. You can be successful. You can be making an impact. You can be doing well, but not have a lot of money. But if people think you have money, guess who they're coming for? They want the ones with money and they will fix it up. And like I said, some of these letters that I get through the email are just ridiculous, but somebody's falling for them. And there's no such thing as buying love. There's no such thing as love in the mail or love online. Very few people, probably less than 1%, actually have a true meaningful relationship through online dating or something. Very few people do not risk your life. So I am about to run out of time. I hope this helps you be safe. You do not have to be a victim of a scammer. Hold your right hand up and say, I will not be a victim of a scammer. So I hope this helps you. Have a beautiful day. I'm Sheree Hardy, and this is Bad Thought Therapy. Take care.